Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Asa Hutchinson, Halle, uh, Halle Barber. Um, we need a real president. Tim Gretchen Scott. Wh- Tim yes, Scott's announcing. Oh, yeah, good. Uh, I, could, I could support him in a big way. I yeah, like me Tim too. Scott. He's super-duper smart. So, yeah, Joe and I were just lamenting. President Biden is not an ideal president in the mind of some conservatives, and he is... <laughs> You're just going to let that go by. Well, do you know, I, I was telling, I was about to tell you that the, uh, you know, his last physical, they said he was physically fit, mm-hmm. but the doctors never commented on his mental ability. Oh, okay. Never commented on that. Well. Isn't that odd? And now here he is, while the world is falling apart, he's in Ireland looking for his ancestral roots, and he's taken Hunter along with him. Look, he is who he is. He's and only they got just a year and a half. They just found out, and this won't get reported by the mainstream, the lamestream media. <laughs> who's that, that <laughs> I forget street. who that I think was. That's that was, yeah, it probably was Hannity. Uh, but the, during uh, the the uh, Obama administration, Hunter Biden's business partner partners were invited to the White House eighty times, eighty times, and yet Joe says I never discussed my son's business dealings with him. These invitations well, probably just magically got extended to Hunter's business it's partners because his short-term memory shot. <laughs> <laughs> they were there. They talked to him. He just doesn't remember. And now he's in All Ireland, right. and you know, every time they right. go to a foreign Joe, country, they schedule enough. a press conference, but not this time because Joe won't talk to the media. Okay. Uh, welcome aboard, folks. We are going to be talking about local education and Encina. No, we're not. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the crumb bum who's running the country. All right. Uh, <laughs> one of our good listeners defending uh, his call. So we got that. Joe's going to look up Text Connect while we introduce the show, but we invite you to join us today. 570. 570- Seven four three nine five six five is our telephone number. Do the text, will you, please? Right, well, there's nobody's going to be texting us. We just came on the air. Well, it could be an opener. <laughs> five seven zero oh, seven four three. We have emails. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> I, I think you're getting a little carried away here. Oh wait, wait. I have a story for you coming up in the uh, news. On the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free number is five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email. Us at on the mark as five individuals have done on the market wkok.com and you can text us at 70236 even this early. Make sure you put in the keyword OTM. We would love to hear from you today. So that's an opportunity for you to uh, uh, participate in our show. Feel free to do so. Maybe President Biden enjoying a well deserved, relaxing trip to Ireland, or you'd like to talk well about uh, President <laughs> Trump. Uh, I guess he was in. New York for the rape case, right? I don't think he was there for the uh, other thing. And the uh, Alex Bragg now suing McCarthy over McCarthy's hearings, going after Bragg. So 
Boy, we got all kinds of things uh, going on in the news to talk about, and locally, if you want to talk about some local news. Uh, let's see, Geisinger's Mental Health Facility got their permissions up in Mahoning Township, Montour County, so that is happening. And, uh, yeah, so it's a great opportunity for you to participate in our show. We would just love to hear from you. I'm going to use this opening moment to tell you about something very important. What would that be? It has to do with our sponsor. The Sunbury Motor Company? That's them. Family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury. And the Kia dealership on Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out tons more about them at uh, sunburymotors.com. They sell brand-new, spanking-new Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles. Uh, they're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. Lately, we've been focused on some of these uh, fantastic Kias. So let's talk about two today. The Kia Soul, which is that just that wonderful small uh, vehicle. It's kind of the boxy SUV. Some folks like the shape. Other folks say, oh, I hate that shape. But it's, uh, you know, it's very familiar because of that small and ultra fuel efficient. You're going to be getting, uh, you know, maybe about uh, maybe 30 plus miles to the gallon on the highway. Maybe in the dead of winter, if you're letting it warm up a lot, you're going to be uh, getting about 22 miles to the gallon or so. But you can't spend a lot on a Kia Soul, but you can get a great value, great fuel economy, great handling. Yeah, of course, that quirky look is always nice, and uh, that's one of the vehicles. The other one is the Kia Sportage. If you are looking for an SUV that uh, has to haul a lot of stuff, maybe you're a sewage enforcement officer around here, you're looking for a new SUV, great ground clearance, affordable price, you know, right around $30,000 is the mid-range for this. they got a 2.4 liter turbocharged motor. You can get a six-cylinder if you need it, but uh, yeah, you're going to get great gasoline mileage. Again, you're going to be in the 30 mile per gallon range on the highway, 20 something in the dead of winter going up your driveway. But uh, yeah, Kia Sportage. It's not quite a minivan, but a bigger SUV, good ground clearance, and it's great for business people to haul their stuff around if they got to do that as part of their work. So check these vehicles out at the Kia dealership on routes 11 and 15. Uh, don't ask for Kai, he retired, but ask for Alphonse and Ernie and Austin, and they will get you squared away. Yes. All right, Joe, what do you know? Well, let's see. One of our emailers says, since we have several emailers to start us off this morning, yesterday during your discussion about wokeness, in reference to the idea that one definition of being woke is the penchant to reject traditional values and standards, Mark made statements that inferred and alluded to those of us that reject a lot of these woke movements as people who desire the return of slavery. Wait, let me stop there. What I was co I was compiling when I asked two callers what, what woke was all about, about, I compiled a list of the things that they thought woke was. They thought people who are woke are violent, non-Christian, uh, fighting old traditions like slavery and against free speech. So uh, that's what their definition was, not mine. I, I think woke is just somebody who's, uh, you know, sort of a progressive kind of forward-thinking thing. All well, right, you may continue. Well, what's the point? You defended it in the middle of it. You didn't let it all finish. Okay. Where your defense would have made a great deal of sense, At the but end. in the middle, it kind of, kind of... Boy, you just can't turn it, off the manager hat, No, it you? just makes the rest of the email uh, redundant. Okay. But in any event, I ask myself, did I hear that right? That would have been the perfect place for you to jump in, because no, you didn't hear that right. That's not what, he, what I said. See? If you would just... 
Let me guide you during these difficult days. If Joe's I, wound up, folks. Be warned. <laughs> if I did, then the then uh, not only were those remarks extraordinarily offensive, they were among the most astonishingly inane comments I have ever heard on your show, which is saying something. Obviously expressed purely to inject a hateful divisiveness between people who disagree with each other in conversation about the woke movement. Come on, Mark. Do you actually know of anyone in this day and age in America who wants to reinstate the practice of slavery? Really? No. Mark is correct. What he said, what he said in his defense is accurate. Okay. Well, thank you. Can I talk now? Is this the appropriate time for me to talk without interrupting? Are you going to apologize again? I'm not apologizing for anything. What am I sorry for? Well, I don't know. You are sorry. I ain't, I ain't apologizing for nothing. <laughs> okay, well, you ain't believe for you nothing. me. I've had plenty of opportunities to say I'm sorry on this show, and today haven't we all? And today's not one of them. All right. And Dick says my call was not just about how lax Kentucky gun laws are. That was the, one of the last calls I think we had yesterday. But the point that at least 26 states have made owning a gun easier—a number that is growing faster. At the same time, the number of shootings in this country seems to be happening at an alarming rate. My basic point: I do not see any major changes coming that will diminish these numbers. Concerts, stores, churches, and even more sad places of education, there is no safe space. And that's signed by Dick. And then finally, uh, one of our emailers says, you scoffed and belittled me on the air a couple of weeks ago when I told you of this. And the point is, it's an article, he says, the FBI is still targeting conservatives. Did we make fun of anybody for saying that? Uh, people often perceive that. We have scoffed and made fun of some people, so maybe oh, we did. I think did. they are doing it, so I, I believe they are coming after conservatives. So well, I certainly we, wouldn't have scoffed at him. Well, we know the FBI is... Involved in helping Facebook screen cons- I, I I'm not sure I can summarize it correctly. Well, they're but involved we know with they're, Twitter. Yeah, we know it is far from an objective, non-biased justice investigative agency. So, right. Um, yeah, and he sent a, um, he sent us a link. I am looking at the link. I just don't. See. It's too long and prolonged for me to uh, find out what it's about. So, please, is that signed? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, okay, send us an email that just says what uh, you you know to be true and what I scoffed at. Well, that would make it easier because I'll be more than happy that admit I did false scoffing, but I can't. It's uh, a publication called Church Militant. Right, right. Okay, yeah, you can read the first paragraph. Uh, uh, let list terms that identify violent extremists. Left, uh, yeah, list. Left. Okay, that list. No, list. You were right. You are not signed in as a premium no, user. No, you okay. have to read that. <laughs> That's okay, Joe. Scroll down. There. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dateline uh, Washington. Right. Uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation is listing words that could flag citizens as potential extremists. According to documents obtained by the Heritage Foundation's Oversight Project, the FBI has congr- uh, created a glossary of terms used by racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists. And they even have a, an acronym for them, RMVE. That's not an acronym. Uh, not an acronym. It's just initials. initials. Right. Okay. Well, you can pronounce it. Rumvas. The report titled Involved. Voluntary celibate violent extremism was obtained through a Freedom of Information Act request and is filled with words commonly used online by younger, more conservatively minded individuals. In part, it's part of the Bureau's domestic terrorism reference guide. I was looking to see where the words are. Um, one of the words cited by the FBI is based, which the FBI says RMVEs used to refer to someone who has been converted to racism, ideology, or as a way of indicating ideological agreement. 
The term red-pilled stemming from the Matrix movies is purported to indicate the adoption of racist, anti-Semitic, or fascist beliefs. Red-pilled? Fi- red I've never heard these things. Well, when I watch the Matrix movies, I don't recall that. Oh, and then here the terms everything. Chad and Stacy are also listed. Those names appear in memes commonly made by conservatives to promote the idea, uh, the ideal characteristics of men and women. Oh, come on, that's a little... Well, <laughs> hey... The word hooey comes to mind. If somebody wrote it on the Internet, it must be true. That's true. Okay, uh, Mr. Letter Writer, send us another note that sort of clarifies where to head with this. I'm not, I am I will certainly admit that I'm wrong, and I'll say that right out, but I don't quite get where we, where we just went. Neither okay. do I. <laughs> All right. 570 is our telephone number. we got a caller standing by. I'm going to hit the button to get that out of the way, but we'll take more comers. 570 wkok Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6. 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe! Yes, I'm right here. Natural-born conservative. No, natural-born listener, but still conservative. (laughs) Still dismisses us outright. Are you okay, buddy? (laughs) Yes, I am. I'm just anticipating. You're a nice guy. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> you tell me all the time I'm not a nice guy. <laughs> that is baloney. Now you're telling untrue statements. See, I won't say a lie, because lies are, we've determined on the shows that lies are diabolical. Aha. Uh-huh. And you are up. diabolical, are oh, you am I? Okay. <laughs> all right, Mr. D, go right ahead. You got the floor. Yes. Um, um, good morning, everyone. I'd, I'd like to thank WKOK and, and Sunrise for having the Bucknell students on uh, the program this morning. And also, I'd like to thank the university for allowing the public to be part of their educational programs. All right. I think that's really their whole mission and purpose, but yes, that's okay. sounds like it. Um, anything else, sir? Oh, no. Uh, but anyhow, I thank WKOK for still being on the air and still being locally owned and providing this much-needed service for this valley. All right. We'll say it, we say it all the time in our promotional announcements. We are great. So. <laughs> okay. All right. We got you, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Stan, you are next up. Uh, you have to start out by saying WKOK is great, and then you can say whatever you want. <laughs> How about WKOK is awesome? Oh, okay. That, that'll That's do. even better. Ooh, we'll use that one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could use it. Now, i got to respond to Dick there in his uh, email. Uh, there are 26 states in the United States of America that now allow constitutional carry, which means they don't, a person that owns a firearm doesn't have to go ask permission 
to exercise their constitutional right. Now, as far as acquiring firearms, that hasn't changed. Nothing has changed with acquiring firearms in those states. He said that it makes it easier for people to purchase firearms. Nothing has changed in that regard in those states. Only that the, the person that wants to carry a handgun does not have to ask permission. Okay, I got you. Fantastic. Yeah, and that's uh, what it's about. And if you are in one of those states, you can't just automatically cross the state line and go into a state that requires permits and so on. Correct, unless unless that state has a rep. What is it? A reciprocal. Yeah, whatever. Reciprocal. (laughs) Reciprocal. (laughs) Reciprocal agreement with them. Yes. And then that's you know that's that that's between the states, and that's you figure out. But it also doesn't allow a prohibited person from carrying a firearm, which is the law now. A prohibited person, which is a convicted felon, cannot carry a firearm. Okay. So if you're Period. not if you're not at liberty to buy a firearm, even in a constitutional carry state, you cannot carry one. Exactly. I get you. And all prohibited persons are prohibited. Period. <laughs> well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Witness the right. name. <laughs> I mean, if if you've been convicted, or if you got a PFA against you, or whatever else the you know federal law says that you can't own a firearm, well, then you can't carry it either. Okay, because now, you're not allowed to possess it. I sent you an email yesterday at one particular handgun that goes off that Washington Post is concerned about. What's your explain? I didn't uh, read the article. I don't honestly. I I heard somebody said something that to me yesterday. Okay, they said that uh, if there's a round in the chamber and a person goes up and just touches the trigger, not pull it fully, it, some I guess some are going off, and I don't know. Okay. I haven't seen anything about that much, so I'm sure that will be a recall. Right, yeah, if, if it's true. Ultra-sensitive guns. So, I have off. a brand new one of those in the shop if anybody wants to buy one. Oh, and, uh, okay, so <laughs> that's... Now we're selling guns on this that's, show? That's a nice... It's a, it's a SIG, we'll tell people that. So that would make it, what, about uh, seven, eight, nine hundred dollars or so? Well, I don't need that much for it, I don't think. But okay. anyways, that's the theory. It's irregardless. It doesn't matter. Now, Mark, you said that uh, woke <laughs> is being against slavery, correct? Well, so, you know, that's one of the things. Now, that's my extrapolation of what somebody said. Extrapolation. I know, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trashing I've it. Heard that, I've heard that. Okay, so I won't put that on you, because I've heard that also, that people say if you're not anti, anti-racist, you are racist, and that kind of thing. So being anti-racist would be also that you're against slavery, but here's my but. Right now, in this country, there is slavery going on with the human trafficking coming across that southern border, and it's being okayed by the man in the White House, okay? These cartels are bringing these people over. They're charging them exorbitant amounts of money. They're getting rich off of Those people don't have that exorbitant amount of money, so they are forced in the labor to pay off that debt. That is slavery. Okay, so yeah, and you got sex slavery, you got sex trafficking, human trafficking. That is all a form of slavery, whether people want to admit it or not. Yeah, having if an you're open doing border. Something, if you're being forced to do something, having an open border is unwoke. There, I think. Uh, I think you're on to something, Stan. I think you and I found something else we agree on. Right, and, and until these people that continue to say, "Oh, we're all woke" and blah blah blah, that you know, we're against slavery and all that, until they. 
force the man in the White House to do his job and close that border, they're complicit in it. That's the way I look at it. Wrong mouse, Joe. I know. I'm 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 working this out over okay, here. Sorry. I don't need your help. <laughs> sorry. I you know, Stan, I agree with you. I think um you know, I, I think uh, I used to facetiously refer to the southern border being as porous as it is as a piece of undigested meat, you know, barring from Dickens. <laughs> but uh, it's obviously much worse than that. You know, millions and millions of people coming over. And, of course, human trafficking is uh, prolific in, in and amongst that. So it, it's more than just an unaddressed issue. It's not like like raising the minimum wage or something. You know, that's an unresolved issue in Washington, D.C. This is much worse than that. And this has an impact on us, uh, on all of us. You know, we might say, well, we're not in a border state. But Philadelphia is one of the places where the uh, good southern state governors are shipping uh, immigrants to. So they are coming to Pennsylvania. And it's very inflationary. I mean, it, it, it raises crime. It raises inflation. It raises education costs. It's bad across the board. It's unwoke. It's not. It's not just the southern governor sending those people north. Okay. It is the federal government flying these people all around the country. Oh, I got you. Okay. Okay. All right. So you know that's a problem. And recently, there was just an article in the paper. There was two illegals caught in Bloomsburg. They had stolen credit card information. They were one of the truck stops <clears throat> filling up. A looked like a landscaping truck with had enlarged tanks using those credit cards, basically stealing money and gas from these people, and then they were taken back from New Jersey. They're illegals. Now, I don't know how those people illegal. They were had to have been working for somebody or someone else to be able to afford the truck that they were driving because it was a pretty new looking truck, and have it modified. So that's the problem. It's coming to this area, and until people wake up, don't be woke. Wake the. F- you know, up Jeez. and realize <laughs> what's going on. Good catch there, buddy. Yes, very good catch. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> if you hadn't, we would <laughs> Because that's, that's as bad as it's getting. You know, it's, it's, it's not getting any better. And until people realize that and force their, you know, demand that the, the border be closed, we're just going to continue to have problems. They, they traffic the drugs, killing people, traffic the people. You know, those people are forced into labor. Again, you know, they say, you know, they say, well, they owe owe money. Well, uh -uh, they wouldn't be coming this way. And it's going to get worse because, what, the COVID emergency is over, according to Biden. He signed the law. So now Title 42 is off the books. Now anybody can just come across. We're left left debating this peripheral stuff. The main issue to me here is that the president of the United States will not face the public through its elected, unelected news representatives, the media, who now are even the far left media is beginning to realize that this guy is a joke. He either can't or won't stand in front of a group of people and answer questions about what his administration is doing. I suspect because he doesn't have a clue about what they're doing, and if they ask him questions, he would stare blankly straight ahead or shake the hand of an invisible stranger to his left or right and wander around the stage for a little Jeez. while before leaving. Okay. I mean, we ha- he has an obligation. If that were a Republican president who was oh, ignoring the media, meltdown. who was ignoring the media, they'd be saying, oh, this is terrible. He won't answer questions. You know, he won't. He was responsive to the American public. But with Biden, oh, that's okay. He's just hiding in his basement. He's over there in Ireland while France is dancing away with the Chinese communists. I mean, it's just pathetic what's going on in this country. Are you done yet? I, I'm uh, pausing. Good rant. I like that rant. That was a good rant. <laughs> it was a good rant. But, but I disagree with you on one point, Joe. What's that? What? The, the, the news media isn't just realizing it. 
they knew it all along that he doesn't have it. They knew it all along, and they covered it up. That's the bigger scandal. Well, it is a scandal. I mean, it really is. Because they, they knew it, and they left it go. They didn't vet him. He's been in, down in D.C. for freaking 40-some years, and they have lots of information of what he's done and said, and they didn't put it out. But what During I really I love uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre's defense. No president has taken more shouted <laughs> questions than Joe Biden. Well, the reason is because he won't hold a press conference and let them do it in a really civilized way. But I guess he doesn't, you know, and plus the fact if he did have a press conference, they'd be cleaning up the mess he made for months. Well, didn't, didn't Trump take be shouted, all back. Didn't yeah. President Trump take shouted questions every day? Not really, but he walked he walked up to the press line every time he was coming That's out of the White House. Yeah. They weren't shouted questions. He, there was a gaggle. Okay. There's a difference between shouting a question and a gaggle. Gotcha. Okay. Well, and the only time you see Biden walk up to the press corps is after they shouted some questions. Because he, he's always walking the other way, then he turns around and walks back. Because I guess he figures he has the right answer. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I may be wrong. He might be perfectly cognitive, cap- cognitively capable, and capable of astounding us with his intellect. Well, and sure. The wisdom. Look how he did at the State of the Union. Yeah, that was prepared, Mark. <laughs> he was reading it. I'm aware. He wasn't winging it. I'm aware. <laughs> but he had a he had a little argument with uh, Republicans. That was sharp as can be. Yeah. No, he does okay. I guess they boost him up on B12 or something, and then he does okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'd like to know what drugs are actually giving him. <laughs> Wouldn't that be interesting to find out? That could help. But that's neither here nor there. So close the border. Go buy more guns and ammo. We're going to need them. So have a great day. Uh, You too. All right. We'll chit-chat later. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Oh, good timing. Jeez. He timed that ideally. All right. One of our listeners agrees with what Stan and I talked about, saying a popular handgun by Sig Sauer fires without anybody pulling the trigger. Victims say uh, a couple of cops and some 40 victims have been injured so far, some of them killed. So Stan would be wrong when he says a gun just doesn't shoot by itself. <laughs> so that's the conclusion. Well, if it's not pointed at anything, it really doesn't matter. Well, does but sometimes they are. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mess, dirt, Joe. Yes, I'm right here, sir. It's right across from me. And he's doing a fabulous job, so we appreciate all his help and hard work. Miss is Lynn Hall. It's on the other side of the glass. Uh, she's a wonderful colleague and peer and professional around here. She's production director, so she makes sure if you hear an ad for any company, you can thank Lynn. Nothing gets on the air but through her. So we appreciate her help and hard work and being producer for the On The Mark show. She's going to, about nine out of ten days that are coming up, she's going to be the producer coming up. So we appreciate oh, that. I bet she's thrilled. Uh, well, <laughs> she doesn't seem to complain too much. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe on Friday. That's when all the ads come in so <laughs> and she is producing next Friday so but she'll have to deal with that one way or another we'll, we'll but we will stay out of her way my job is to carry her cat into the building in the morning and I do that and then I just stay out of the aren't way aren't you a nice guy 
I just have to see the cat. It keeps my blood pressure <laughs> down. Unlike you, it makes it go up. All right, we're going to do my some, job. We're going to do some very brief news headlines here momentarily, and uh, we would invite you to contact us. We talked a little bit about our southern border and some of the implications from that. Talked about a handgun that uh, inadvertently goes off by itself sometimes. You just have uh, just feather touch the trigger and it goes off, and so we can talk about that. Or uh, we have one more email of that stack that was here. If you sent an email and it isn't, uh, let's see, if, if, if we haven't read it, we're out of email, so we might have inadvertently lost it. Sometimes the emails go away on their own, they sort of time out kind of thing. So if you have an email you want us to read and you haven't heard it on the air, send it again, and we'll get it going. All right, we do have three texts in plain sight, so we can read those. Joe will check those, and we'll see, make sure there's no new ones there, so we'll get that going. And uh, we would just uh, love to hear from you on WDKOK. First, the news headlines. NorthCentralPA.com reporting a driver from New York State was the victim of an alleged road rage incident when a man pointed a 9mm handgun and his family on Route 15 in Union County. Uh, the victim told uh, troopers that at around 3.45 p.m. March 30th, David Hess of Danville pointed a handgun at a man from New York. Uh, waved it and pointed it at a vehicle going the other way. As a result, Hess facing charges there. Uh, aggravated assault, terroristic threats, disorderly conduct, and related charges. Road rage there, pointing a gun. Uh, Geisinger's revised attempt to build a 96-bed behavioral health facility got a green light from the Mahoning Township Supervisors Monday. Monday, Geisinger says they're grateful for the decision uh, to allow the subdivision on the property of the Sisters of St. Cyril and Methodius. Geisinger Associate Chief Medical Officer Dr. Michael Fitzpatrick says this is much needed. The emergency departments are often referred to as the safety net and are accommodating those patients who are seeking care for behavioral health or simply can't access care in a different way. This would also address some of the pediatric behavior health needs around here as well. So will a Lewisburg YMCA and Bucknell University program coming up to teach kids about reaching their potential is the uh, headline. Both organizations are hosting a presentation by psychologist and author Peg Dawson about her book, Smart But Scattered. It is for parents to attend. It will take place Thursday, April 27th at Bucknell. The program is for parents of kids of all ages if the kids are struggling with functioning, paying attention, organizing, planning, and prioritizing, self-monitoring, regulating emotions, and staying focused. Are these things you ever had a dilemma with, Joe? Quite a lot of work there. All right. So, Whatever happened to just being a kid? Well, some of these kids are a little wired, I guess. So All they wanna, maybe you can help them learn more or something. Anyway, Dawson will be available for Q&A after the program. All the details posted at WKOK.com. He talked about this when he was a guest here a month ago, and now he's going to put it uh, pen to paper. One Valley state lawmaker says taxing one form of entertainment around here will instantly generate millions of dollars in revenue. 
A proposal put forth by State Senator Gene Yaw would create a method of taxing skill games in Pennsylvania. These types of electronic games are popular in bars and taverns, fraternal clubs, and veterans organizations. Under the bill, they would be required to be connected to a collection and control system, allowing the state to monitor all transactions and ensure that all taxes are paid. It would also penalize organizations that operate the games illegally. Senator Yaw says his plan could generate up to $300 million a year in additional revenue. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, new study says one in five American adults have had a family member killed by a gun. Shocking new data finds one in five U.S. adults have had a family member killed by a gun, and about the same number of Americans, 21%, report being threatened with a gun. The study by the Kaiser Family Foundation also found a disproportionate number of black and Hispanic Americans witnessed someone being shot. 34% of black adults reported having a relative killed by gunfire, double the number of white adults who said the same. So uh, gun violence, uh, probably uh, centered in urban areas where you have more common gunplay. I wouldn't think around here we would see that high a number. And finally, finally, National Only Child Day. This is a day set up nationwide to honor Joe McGranahan. It's a celebration of kids without any brothers or sisters who were never forced to share their McNuggets or wear hand-me-downs. Uh, used to be uh, one and onlys were pretty rare, but since the 1970s, the number of only children has doubled and continued to grow. I got all the Christmas presents. Right, okay. <laughs> So you were an only child, and you had but one child in your family, right? Young Mike, right? Right. Okay, I don't know of any siblings of his, so he's an only kid, too. But he has two. Right, and boy, <laughs> are they great kids. So, all right, with that, we'll open up the phones, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. It seems to be it is rebuke, mark, or clarify your remarks day on On the Mark. So we got I like that, rebuke, mark, day. Rebuke, mark. Yeah, say it ten times fast. How about chastise Lawrence Day? Either way, either way, uh, rebuke Lawrence, rebuke... Uh, rebuke uh, strong, chastise mark, is better. Mark, Correct, Mark. Uh, point out as many errors. Uh, there's got to be a better way to say it. All right. So if you wish to rebuke Mark, it's 570-743-9565. However, if you wish to rebuke Joe, which is also a We com- have no number for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. 570 <laughs> Oh, it's the same number. W- nope. It's, it's 570-743-WKOK. Oh, okay. Is the number. <laughs> you can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, and we only have one email at the moment. So uh, if you ha- send an email, and we didn't read it, send it again. Uh, you can send that to onthemarketwkok.com. And again, Joe learned how to read the text messages. So there's three texts there. You can send them to us at five or 70236 with the keyword OTM. You are extremely verbose today. Do you realize that? No, I didn't, but I, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. I'll shut up. <laughs> well, why don't we let Harry talk? Harry, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. I'm the one who sent the email, and I, I apologize because I thought I had signed it. Uh, what it was was a couple of, it was two or three weeks ago I brought up the thing because it was when the first time the FBI memorandum came out that uh, showed they had been going into churches, especially Catholic churches, and uh, trying to label them as subversive and radicals. Um, and uh, 
I'm not rebuking one. I'm, I'm not even, I don't know that I'm rebuking either of you, but I am stating the fact that you both treated it like it was, uh, and I believe at the end of the call, if you go back into the archives here, you can scoff at it all you want, but it's not funny to me, I believe is what I said. But anyway, there is a memorandum from uh, the FBI that is showing they did all of that and went in. And the other thing that I had sent with it was a matter of, was with the speech patterns that um, the majority of, of the speech things they're saying, the, the radical, that RFM, whatever it is, because I can't keep track of all acronyms and initials of everything anymore, alphabet soup stuff was uh, based, a lot of it was on faith-based groups, in particular Catholics. It is also, um, there was also a thing that I had sent you about a gentleman named Douglas Mackey, who uh, yesterday, or late last week, actually, late last week, got sentenced, uh, got convicted of uh, interference with an election. Um, he had been investigated from 2016, was not charged until two days after Biden became president, which is curious timing. I don't know if it's anything else. But uh, his crime was he had a meme showing a person standing in a line and the meme said, don't stand in line, just text Hillary for your vote. <laughs> and he was found guilty of interference. He faces up to 10 years in prison for that charge. And it, what my point was three weeks ago, and what my point is now, is that free speech is only free speech when you are espousing the party line anymore. And the party line is strictly what Biden and the Bidenettes want it to be and the department of justice is going through and making sure that if you have any other opinions they are going to shut you down and and you make light of that but i'm telling you i sent you two examples of what is happening and when they are going into catholic churches sitting there through masses and listening to what is said in sermons and then calling on what people are saying after church that is weaponizing the department of justice to prosecute and persecute do you remember? And do you remember Father Conklin? Too with Mackey, this Douglas Mackey, a guy who had a meme, a cartoon meme, which was not violent, which was obviously, if anybody had a modicum, I mean, one scintilla of intelligence, would know that it was a joke, and him to be found guilty of a crime that could cost him ten years in prison is stunning. Well, do you remember Father Conklin? He expressed some rather radical views and was eventually shut down. You know what, Joe, there's, I'm sure he did. And I'm sure there's people on the left, too, with some radical views. What my point was, was that you guys said I was making it up, basically. I and don't think I did, was, because I think oh, that... no, 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 no. Go back over the archives. It was two or three weeks ago. <laughs> was it really? I'm okay. sure you guys can go through in that. But I was ticked off then, and then when I read that yesterday, I got now. even more ticked off. And that could have been because it was a 12-hour day at work and there were some issues. Maybe it was. Maybe that's what got me more aggravated. But the fact of the matter is, you guys, when you go back and you listen to shows and you do this, there's a lot of times where if it's not something that you agree with or it's not in the mainstream, you guys hammer people on it and you stop at it. And by the time you're done, I kind of feel, feel sorry for some of the people you do it with. Me, I don't feel sorry for me. I just get angry and I'll get, I'll get even. <laughs> but I, that's my nature. But I, I'm not uh, what I can't understand is why I would have said that, because I agree that the FBI has weaponized the, the Bureau against conservatives. I believe that's true. 
So I can't I imagine why I would have made fun. You guys started laughing and then said it was something that was in uh, something funny happened in the studio. When was That's it? Exactly well, that for that could have easily been because sometimes people try to distract us and make us laugh in here. I got videotaped well, in here the other day. Me, but that, it didn't come off that way, and you guys okay. got to watch that because Sorry. you do it to other people too. Well, hey, for the record, I agree. Is you guys have to treat it as a media person. You guys should be treating that more seriously because if they're coming, if there are things being done like that to regular people, anybody in the media who doesn't toe the line is going to be punished as well. And you guys are in danger of that. It's not, I'm not paranoid. I'm not saying everybody's coming and there's stormtroopers coming. And I know people like Chris and Eric will come out and say I'm some paranoid, uh, some kind of isterobic guy. I know that. <laughs> I don't really care because they don't matter one, one bit to me either. I'm 66 years old and I've made it this far without their approval. I'm pretty sure I can make a few more years. <laughs> but, but I'm saying that this is a matter of fact that there are many groups out there that are using the government to get their work done for them. And if you have a thought of anything anymore, you're guilty of being phobic or some kind of misogynist or some if. Or, or, or crazy. And that's what human, that's what we are being labeled as now. And you guys are in danger of that too. Okay. But where where is this taking place? Because, uh, as you know, I am a Catholic. I attend Mass, and I have never heard um, have a you radical ever seen Harry at Mass? Huh? Oh, well, yeah, when he w- used to go to the same church I did. used to see yeah, Harry there all the time. But, I mean, I've never heard anybody say anything that horrible or outrageous. I mean, usually they talk about faith-based things. So who are these radical priests who are sp- saying this kind of stuff? Well, that- it's not just the priests. It's people who belong to the churches. And this came, this was sponsored by the Southern Poverty Law Center, and it was out of the Richmond, Virginia field office. That's where this all started. That's where the memorandum came from, the memos came from. And, uh, and that is, it is stuff that has gone as high up and has reached the desk of, of uh, Garland, Merrick Garland. Okay, but what about Garland all Merrick, the, whatever his there are ministers, there are churches that are extremely secular in their beliefs about, you know, speaking about political items and, and, and making political comments from the pulpit, uh, which I have never heard in the Catholic Church, you know, to be honest, not, not the ones I've attended. So why aren't they following these other churches, too? Well, isn't that the billion-dollar question? Well, I mean, there are far more conservative groups. There are far more conservative religious groups than the Catholics. Exactly. Exactly. And that's my point. My point is, though, that it is what what is happening, though, I believe, is and it, and it will happen to all, is the fact that the all organized religions are going to be treated like the Chinese do it. You don't need them because the state will take care of you. And that's what we have to be vigilant of. Well, I think it was Marx who said religion is the opiate. <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, I believe it was him. But it's also a, a thing going on in China as well. You know, they they say, oh, well, we allow churches to go on, but and they do. However, what they do is you must still um, vow to be more of a patriot than of to China and to espouse government views than religious views. Well, the two don't go together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, listen, if we scoffed at you and laughed at you and made you irritated, I'm sure you are saying this with good reason. I apologize. I certainly try to be respectful here, but, of course, I scoff and laugh at some things that I think are fake or wrong. Or Well, that's one way to get people to call back in again, to to give us the dickens. Do you wish to say (laughs) anything to Harry, Joe? I don't... That's not necessary. (laughs) That's not necessary. I just wanted it out there. I just wanted it out that 
that I uh, I am not one of the one of the the cattle who just follow blindly. Yeah, people, I uh, I pay attention, and I am not. Before I get uh, excoriated by Chris and the like, I am not a Fox News fan. I do not even have cable. Okay, I stream stuff. I read stuff. I go on to different uh, different uh, uh, radio stations as I drive to work. You're not a sheeple. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, I mean, I try to be balanced in what I listen to, who I read, everything else. I, uh, I'm looking for viewpoints. I am actually. I do consider myself more centrist than most other people because I will listen to what people say. However, I am. I will not argue with anybody. I am very, very socially conservative. I won't argue that with anybody. <laughs> All right, we got you, sir. Hey, thank you for calling Thanks. in. Stick with us, buddy. Take care. All right. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. We do have a couple of emails coming in, so we're going to read as many of those as possible. And we got three texts, uh, one of which was from Stan, and he actually said the middle text there, Joe, on the air. So we don't have to read that particular All one. Right. Well, we but we'll read, read the rest when we come back. So get in queue on the phone or on, on the email, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 702. Two three six. Send us anything you want, and Joe and I will be more than happy to... There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, the texts real quick. All right, one of our listeners agrees with me, says, You're correct, Joe. The FBI terms are garbage. And then Biden not considered ideal by conservatives? Really, Mark? That's the <laughs> understatement of the year. Uh, that might be the understatement of the century. <laughs> century. All right, Eric, thank you so much for patience. Boy, you waited a long time. We appreciate that. Thank you. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. So apparently it's come out today um, that the shooter in Louisville um, had purchased the assault-style <laughs> weapon just six days prior to the um, event happening. Eric says Louisville correctly. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been to Louisville. We had a mission trip down there. It's a beautiful city. In fact, in fact I'm pretty sure we we had some activities real close to that thing. It's the first um, thing they teach is how to say Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Um, so six days, and now it's coming out from the parents that, yeah, there were some emotional problems. Um now I see that the uh, Tennessee is trying to enact some additional additional legislations about background checks and so forth. Um, I, I guess the question is how many time and time again we're going to just throw up our hands and say, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have had access to that gun so quick. Oh, yeah, we should have been checking and so forth, rather than taking some definitive action. Um, I don't know. It's just rather sad. That that our whole discussion is, and from you guys as well, and some part of my my point as well, that there's really nothing we can do 
about this. But is there something we can be doing? Um, I, I think there's some steps we could be taking. And what I proposed, and this one to prevent this in this case, because the gentleman was, I think, 23 or 24, is... Uh, 25. And I'll, I'll, I'll keep my, my same point of view, and I'll keep hammering on it, you know. If you can't own a handgun in, in Pennsylvania 21, why should you be able to buy an assault-style weapon? And uh, I, uh, So that's for... And Joe, I have a question for you. As as the mayor of uh, Shemokin Dam, uh, maybe you can't share this, and I, I respect that. I'm assuming that your police officers have access to these weapons as a way of protecting themselves or responding to to an event in the in the borough which less which weapons they they have uh uh you know semi-automatic uh rifles or you know with high high capacity i'll, I'll let's say assault style weapons you have to have them i'm assuming because a perpetrator could have them to to take on the police we carry a number of different weapons or have availability of a number of different weapons. Joe's not going to talk yeah. about what they do and don't have. No, I, I understand that. But, but and, and I would think that, you know, let, let's let dollars and cents on this. So, so that puts a, a burden upon every police enforcement uh, activity uh, to have these weapons because we, you know, have them out within the community. So that's, that's costing us more money. It's costing us more taxes uh, to... Um, when I was a kid, I think because you would have the the police officers come right to the school and everything, and and you'd see they'd be have their uh, three fifty seven Magnum sidearm, and you could look in that in the car, and they would have perhaps a a shotgun and everything. But you never saw police officers carrying these type of weapons. And then then we had what that show SWAT came on ABC, I think in the late seventies. They had they had these special tactical units. But now it seems like every police you know station has to have this, this barrier of weapons because of the proliferation of, uh, of perpetrators who may have them and are shooting places up. Okay. Well, the nation and the Congress, uh, I guess after Toomey Mansion died probably 10 years ago, uh, we never had the will to really address anything and to get any major gun legislation through. We did some changes last year, which uh, will probably have some sort of a long-term positive impact, perhaps. But, uh, you know, you remember Senator Manchin and, and uh, Toomey wanted to uh, like do basically universal background checks for every transaction, for every gun, every type of firearm, minus family. They had carved out family from that, as I recall, and then, um, yeah, it was really pretty pretty much centered on background checks, maybe expanding the things that were checked and so on. So maybe that should be part of the conversation. Certainly a gun ban would never work in the U.S., but on the mental health side, red flag laws might be one thing. Uh, is there not some way? I know a uh, you know somebody who's a, f a uh, mandated reporter has to tell authorities if somebody is going to be a harm to themselves or others. So is, are, are we missing the boat there? I don't think most shooters in mass shootings have been involved in the mental health system extensively. I, I know that the one that was uh, the transgender woman in Virginia, I think she was had had some psychological treatment. So, um, you know, to be continued. But I think what's happening, Eric, and this is, should be good news for you, fortunately we've killed enough kids so that this is staying top of the mind. Usually the shooting du jour has no conversation about guns in between. 
the day after, yes, but not in between. But now we're talking about it continuously. So uh, that means that maybe some reasonable change in gun laws or mental health aspects might help, might happen. You know, Lawrence's worthless prediction. I'm just wondering how many, how many more. Where, where's going to be the tipping point? Uh, and, Eric, and, and really, many, I'm, many, I got, you many, know, many. to hit a point where there's a total reflex back where they try to do take away all of our weapons. You know, it, there will be a tipping point, like like happened apparently in Canada because Canada has that our neighbor to the north. You know, and I don't want that to happen. I'm a for responsible gun ownership. I'm fully for that. I've been, you know. Something on that on uh, this, this I'm wordy today. show for years. But on the other hand, again, there is no viable reason to have that assault-style weapon. You can't use it for hunting. The only thing is for pleasure, plinking, or for someone say, well, self-defense. I have to have it because, you know, someone could come after me with one, I have to have one. So, um, now I'm putting our kids and and now... <laughs> How about how about the Bankers Association? Now we need them behind us because you know people are now shooting up banks, you know, and and uh, and but uh, and uh, also let's let's say don't enough good police officers. All right, we got many, you, buddy. How many more police officers have to die because of, uh, of this happening? Thank too. you, sir. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, gentlemen. Yep, I always appreciate, appreciate you calling. Yeah, yep. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got callers standing by five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Email on the mark at wkok.com. Text us at seven zero two three six. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the market. It's done by weight. They run blowers through it. Uh, they use magnets and uh, electric eyes. How do they sort single stream recycling? It's pre-sorted uh, by machines and I, you know, different this things. This is complete non sequitur to our audience. Who is, we have oh, not discussed waiting. this Sorry. topic for any <laughs> Bill, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Hello, Bill. Hey, uh, in regards to... Uh the, the shooting, right? It, it's it's a uh, it's a fact. Like ninety four to ninety five percent of the, the school shootings have happened with schools without any kind of uh, armed personnel, whether it be policemen or uh, privately guarded. Uh, they should come up with a program for retired law enforcement, military. You know, maybe take a small course and, and guard these perimeters and the doors and whatnot. And uh, that that would. Did, her, and I'm sure you would get more than one or two guys uh, or or women to to volunteer to do this. Okay. Uh, yeah, somebody talked about well, that on actually, the radio. A local police chief told us that would be a good idea. They actually pay them. Oh, many, the mayor of North. Well, if, if, if the school district could afford it, yeah, pay, you would pay a, a, a one officer to rotate in there or be assigned there and, uh, to, you know, to be a uh, because they, they would have the the, the walkie-talkie or whatever, you know, to be able to call out quicker if anything would happen. Right. Yeah, Mayor Burrard of Norrie talked about you gotta that. got to understand that uh, on the higher level and on the global level, uh, the, 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 the country is going towards a police state. The police state is already here. And you have to understand that, that the infiltration of the FBI into the Catholic churches and the Orthodox and other religions that haven't surfaced yet. When they went in to the school board meetings and and when they uh, sent out the memo for all the agencies to attack the parents that were speaking up on behalf of their children and were declaring them terrorists when they were speaking up about COVID and whatnot, that, that's a police state. And like in Canada, when they had that trucker strike, 
they shut down all the their bank accounts of of, of the truck drivers, and and that's coming here. Now, I mean, how, how can U.S. law enforcement shut down the bank accounts of people in Canada? No, no, he's no, talking no, about Canadians. No, no, the that. president of Canada did that. It's coming here. It's it's going to happen, and uh, the, the the Biden is is tanking this country. They want to go to that currency, government currency, right now. We filled our oil reserve, right, for a national emergency, right? And and uh, the rotten <laughs> bag of oatmeal sold it to China. We have nothing. They're, they're cutting production. We have no backup. We have no backup. We have almost as much back in it as we had before. And, and going with China as a world power. We have almost in our national reserves what we had before President Biden took some out to offset shortages and to keep no, the price no. down. No, no, sold it all. sold it all. Right. Right, yeah. but now they're filling it, it back filled, up. It was at filled ridiculously it, it high prices, it like it had, uh, pennies on the dollar. To replace that, it, 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 it's 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 unbelievable. And and last night Trump was on on Tucker, and I and saw that tonight. And I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta watch it. Like the guy, see, you gotta understand that the Democrats, the coup that's behind Biden. Biden is just a figurehead. He's he's a bottle of Pepsi empty from the neck up, right? It's run by the coup behind him, right? When That's Trump was in there, he was, he made his own decisions. Like, he made world decisions that were better for the country and made our country better. And and you gotta, you gotta study the history and what's going on out there. It, it, this country is, is gonna get tanked, and like the gentlemen that were on there before, buy your ammo, get chickens if you could have it, you... you it, it, because when China dis- makes a decision to come after us, and they shoot that electric magnet uh, stuff in the sky and, 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 and shuts everything down, people are going to scramble it. Electromagnetic it's pulse. <laughs> it's coming. And, All right, we and, got you. And you got to study. You got to study the world, and uh, stop worrying about this local stuff with uh, CNN headlines. It's <laughs> it's it's on the highest level. It's coming. Okay. The the police stayed at the highest level, and 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 it's it's sad. And you should buy uh, an assault rifle for every descendant that you have. All right. Yes. And, now and that's the smartest thing you ever said. All right. We got you, Bill. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling Thanks in. For calling. Yeah. Take care. Yep. Much appreciated. All right. Lance is next. Uh, last. Oh, no. Please go right ahead. You and Mike are going to oh. be next. Okay. Why? Well, anyway, um, about the uh, defective. Uh, Sig Sauer. Sig Sauer, okay? Now, if Joe Biden is correct, uh, those folks that are harmed by those guns uh, won't be able to sue. What? That's what he said. You see, he said it's the only only, uh, industry that is exempt from that, right? See, that's a lie. He said, what he said is a lie. There have been some pretty he big lawsuits against gun dealers. And the way he came across that no matter what, you could not sue. What you can sue is for the uh, misuse of the product. If somebody shot you with one, why you couldn't sue the manufacturer? Can. I couldn't, because that's what they were after, but Joe didn't say that. I got gotcha. you. Uh, okay. Now, what I would like to see, you know, with uh, the Earth Day is we have a collage of speeches that were done on the first Earth Day. Wouldn't that be interesting? No. 
I thought it would be fantastic. I think it would be fab- fabulous. Yeah. Talk it about our cooling earth. No, oh, we'd be telling us how we were all going to freeze to death. We wouldn't be able to grow corn north of uh, the Mason-Dixon line after the year 2000. All kinds of neat stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear that. Wouldn't you? And the planet's not getting warmer now. That's the bottom line. Why don't you just recycle some old Al Gore speeches? You'll hear the same thing. Save you time. No, not really. Anyway, go ahead, Lance. Oh, oh no, it'd be really, it would be really be quite interesting. Oh, no, we're not saying the Earth isn't getting warmer. And I could prove back then. I mean, I was just as far into it as what those born delusional kids were this morning. I, I could see myself back there a half a Sunrise. century ago. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I mean, I really was. But uh, but anyway, here some sobering facts here. The folks that were uh, talking about the uh, the ARs being just for you know killing things, we realize that the probably the most popular shooting discipline is service rifle, and that is AR-15s almost exclusively shooting out to 600 yards. Wow. So, I mean, these are uh, very serviceable rifles for about anything you can think of. I think everybody should carry an AR and a handgun. I'm going to up up this to a pistol plus an AR. That would cut down on violence. I think if it was all people <laughs> who knew how to use them and were trained sure. in it, I think it would be wonderful. Are we in? You, are if you were that bank robber yesterday, would you go in there and start shooting if you knew everybody had an AR and a handgun on them? Yeah, I don't believe they even try it, do you? No, I mm-hmm. think that would quell violence. Okay, oh, sir. Well, t- real quick, if we're talking here about the uh, school shootings now, uh, and there was an article in the item here about uh, 10 days ago, and they had all of the uh, shootings since Columbine, including Columbine that were uh, chronicled. It totaled 175 precious souls that had died. That's how many kids under the age of 14 are killed every 10 months by drunk drivers. (laughs) And that's true, it is. Joe's laughing at you. No, I'm not. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> don't, you don't deny it. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. A very yeah. important brought-up topic. True. We yeah. got you. Yep, we're aware. Yeah. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yep. Folks want to drink. That's the dilemma. All right. 570-743-9565. Patient Mike, we call him. He's on the mark. Yeah, before I talk about assault rifles, I want to touch base on the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It's my opinion that... Uh, Prior to the last elections, Biden withdrew oil from that to, you know, drop the price of uh, gasoline a couple of bucks, okay? And and I understand that. It's, it's, it was political in nature, and it's been done before. But recently, we have not been filling it back up the way uh, he indicated that he would. And that's primarily what they believe Saudi Arabia cut production, because Saudi and our government had an agreement, you know, gentlemen's agreement, that once the oil got down to around 70 bucks a, a barrel, we would start refilling our uh, oil reserve, and that would kind of put a floor on the price of oil. And we did not do that. So they decided to, uh, I don't know, take some action themselves to keep the price of oil from dropping. So, you know, to me, I, listen, I call the, this administration the Liars Club. 
You know, we have Mayorkas <laughs> come out here and say the border is secure. Now the White House is on a big kick about the threat of fentanyl. Well, you know what? We're, we're paying these people in Mexico, the cartels. We're, we're essentially paying them because we have an open border, and the people that want to get here have to pay the coyotes and all that, and that's all run by the cartels. So they have more money to make more fentanyl and ship it over here. So I, I'm just tired of all their excuses, okay? That, that's, that's the bottom line. Now, as far as uh, the assault rifle issue, okay, like I said yesterday, you put a gun in my face, I don't care if it's a single-shot weapon, it's an assault rifle. And the bottom line is... <clears throat> These guns are out there, and the only way to get them off the street is to confiscate them all. And I think that would be, it take, take a lot of stuff. And I'm not gonna say whether that's good or bad, but the bottom line is, I don't really hear a discussion about the root cause that much. Now we hear mental health issues, and we have this and we have that, but are we really getting down to the root cause? And I love to make predictions, and I'm gonna make one now. And I, and I don't really care if anybody mocks me or laughs at me. There's a there's a phrase a, a term it's called rad. I don't know if either one of you heard that rad kids. Either one of you familiar with that term? Only from the '60s uh, reference. <laughs> right. Well, that's completely opposite. Okay. <laughs> rad stands for reactive attachment disorder, and the way that came about during the collapse of the Soviet Union. The, the things got horrendously horrible over there. Okay, I mean, kids live like dogs in some cases. Alcoholism was so rampant. Unemployment was way up. The hope for the future, people were just despondent in many cases, okay? And as a result, you know what they say about poop, it runs downhill? Well, the kids were on the receiving end of a lot of this stuff. And <clears throat> rad, and again, uh, I know... Some of these people that are nurses, they could probably, they're familiar with it more than I am. But it's called reactive attachment disorder. And what they believe is there's a certain age when a baby forms the ability to uh, have empathy, okay? And they say that's around three months. And uh, I've really only ever, ever had one, one baby. I, we have four kids, but we only had one baby at our house. And I remember when she was around three months old, you're giving her the bottle, you know? And these eyes are looking at you. They're making this eye contact, and you say to yourself, something is going on in that brain, and I don't know what it is. And, and you know, you're just, it, it's really something. Well, they say that is the time when the empathy forms the ability for a human to have empathy. And we, when you have neglect, you know, when, when kids are just, you know, swaddled with the bottle propped and they don't have the human contact, or just, they don't even, maybe they don't even have a formula or whatever, some of these kids are uh, it forms rad and under the right conditions they're the ones that you see when you hear about these 15 16 17 year old kids doing these tremendous atrocities with guns or, or anything else a lot of times they come to find out that they were ne very severely neglected when they were young and my prediction is this during the uh shutdown when we locked everything down and we started passing out money one, we had a lot of lo loss of human contact. People's support systems were going. Two, people had money to do things that they didn't normally do, and they had time to kill. And I have a feeling that about 15 years from now, we're going to see uh, a predominance, you know, much higher rate of bad things happening from these kids that were uh, subjected to reactive attachment disorder, you know, around three months 
during you know that were born during the pandemic when we had all this craziness going on and and i and i just want to say the root cause of the gun violence is the decline in our society the decline in our culture and the decline of america and until we address that i don't care whether you take every single gun away we're still going to have violent acts especially if they're uh, carried on tv talked about and uses divisive wedges which reinforces that behavior in other words people get a satisfaction knowing that hey they may be on the way out because they know they're going to die doing it and it, it but they're going to go out in fashion and their name's going to be known and finally i'm going to close with this and again i don't follow these things religiously on the news like most people do or a lot of people do but it's my understanding the last seven of these mass shootings the, the people had manifestos, okay? And those manifestos were released. And this one here is probably going to be released. But the one before this last one, that person was evidently some type of transsexual or something. Again, I don't know the fact. Transgender. It, it, transgender. And that person's manifesto has not been made public. And to me, that just tells me that the people that control the media oh, are shutting that down because they don't want that to get out. No, it hasn't been released by the police department. The, the media would be loved to have it, I'm sure. Right. What they do with it is open the, for question. the cops say they will release it in time, just not yet. Yeah, yeah when yet. they cut okay. cut all the parts out of it they don't like, I guess. Unredacted. And, and <laughs> we move on to the next and the next and the next shooting, and this is just, you know, it, it gets a mention one day and it's gone, you know. Anyway, that's my rant for the day. Okay. I appreciate this uh, last bastion of free speech, but it does come with risk. I understand that. <laughs> yeah, be, you could you fall know, while you're walking. We need All a, right. we Thank need you, a, Mike. a Thank manifesto you. for this show. We, we should do. have a manifesto. We do. Lawrence's Worthless Manifesto. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Lawrence's Worthless Manifesto would be for driving. Give your full attention to driving. It won't kill you. Um, I heard you use that this morning. And what's your favorite phrase about uh, getting high, smoking pot? You, you, you like to get high and smoke oh, Don't pot. get high on your own supply? Something, <laughs> something like that. I forget. You had a phrase a while back. I don't recall that. But <laughs> back from your pot days. I had no pot days. No pot days. <laughs> Joe doesn't have a pot. I had potty days when Joe I was very Joe doesn't have a young. pot day. Okay. <laughs> All right. 570-743-9565. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. 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 
out of auto repair. Everything that remains on On the Mark today with a couple minutes left has to be read out loud, which means Joe's going to be busy. Doug says, Eric and all his bleeding heart liberal friends (laughs) keep saying, we've got to do something. Well, then, what exactly do you want to do? They throw out some statistics and some new gun laws here and there, but I've never heard anything that would stop these shootings because someone who is crazy enough to shoot multiple people certainly doesn't care about following some new gun laws. Good point. That is. Again, the core of the problem is the evil and mentally ill people, not the guns. And by the way, still waiting on the manifesto from mentally deranged transgender shooter in Nashville, there must be something on there they really don't want us to see. Yeah, but you point. know, it, you know, I, I believe, and I've argued this uh, with other people, that you know, you take someone's life, there's something mentally wrong with you. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean, as my son points out to me, that you're mentally ill. You know, not all mentally ill people commit murders or harm themselves or do things like that. And I don't think you want to you don't want to brand people unnecessarily and encourage them not to seek help. I mean, it's like John Fetterman. I admire him for being realizing he had a problem and seeking help. You know, for that. You just problem. don't want him to be senator. I just don't want him to be. You senator. You know, they're going to replace him with a Democrat if he resigns. I know. Well, I don't think he's going to resign. Anyhow, Tom says, "Bah, humbug, wah wah." Conservatives targeted by the FBI aren't the most corrupt, the most watched. Yes, exactly. Bye. Signed, Tom. I think they're all corrupt. <laughs> Everybody in Washington's corrupt. And then on on our text score. Eric, the AR-15 can and is used for hunting all across the country. The Second Amendment isn't about hunting or plinking. And the next time someone talks about banning assault weapons, ask them to define what is an assault weapon. They can't. It's a scary but meaningless term. All right. And tomorrow we're going to have scary but meaningless... (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if we can get another CBS fellow to check in. You never know. Yeah, we never know. Tomorrow. Or woman. Have a nice day. (laughs) Or woman. Right. Allison Keys was a great interview last week. She was. Week. This is WDK, OK Sunbury.